on 98FM and online. This is Phoenix FM. I never thought I'd miss you half as much as I do.
of 70s disco. We've got some more 70s coming. We've got 80s and some old school club classics as well. Hope you've had a fantastic week. I am buzzing about tonight's show because I've got one of my BFFs in the studio with me who's going to be talking the hench herbivore. Woo! Very excited um, that Hench Herbivore is joining me live throughout the next couple of hours. I am also asking you, name me a pop song that changed your life. I'm thinking about mine. Hench and Gems are thinking about theirs as well. Name a pop song that changed your life. Let me know. You can drop me a line if you so wish. Radio at phoenixfm.com. I'm going to play this one next because there is going to be a little bit of my favourite subject tonight. We all know the V word, yes, vegan. So I'm going to play this to one of the first vegans I met. He came to my uh, festivals here in Brentwood. Um, We're talking about 15 years ago. This is Benjamin Zephaniah and Love the Life. 56 billion farm animals are killed by humans each year. Animals are my friends, and I don't need my friends. There are over half a million vegans in Great Britain. The future is vegan. We are really trying to watch what we are buying As long as we are able, we will read every label We want to know what's in every packet and each tin Before we hit the streets, we're checking out the ease We like to plant and grow, then we reap what we sow In order not to panic, we try to eat organic We don't think we're perfect, but we think we're worth it We like nice food that's memorable, not bad food that's Chemical. Vegans, we are the vegans and we live the life we love, love the life we live. Vegans, vegans, we are the vegans and we live the life we love, love the life we live. Vegans. The vegan girl or boy is always filled with joy. The reason is quite plain, their food contains no pain. They will never wear murderous fox fur. They don't follow fashion. Their thing is compassion Yes, we will not eat haddock Or any animal product Because we've learned to think About our bedtime drink We make sure that our cuisine Has vitamins and protein To keep us strong and healthy Even if we are not wealthy
going to get you in the Phoenix FM studio. I hope soon, but not tonight because we have my wonderful friend. Shall we call you Paul? Paul Curtin? I would prefer Paul. Would you? Or not Hench Herbivore? That's more the channel name, but... Is it really? Bring that microphone so close as though it's Gemma and you're going to give her a big kiss. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Not that close. Put your tongue away. <laughs> I'm joking. No French kissing, no snogging. We know you two are a wonderful couple. It's lovely to have you both in. Gemma Nichols. Woo! And Paul as well. So, but everyone knows you as Hench Herbivore, don't they? Yeah, very true. How did you come up with that name? I was in the gym. I was in the gym one day with a big old pump on and a guy said to me, you look like a Hench Herbivore. And I thought, that sounds very good. It rolls off the tongue. Really? Boom. Does he now know how famous you are? I, you know, I can't remember who that was. That was oh. uh, five years ago now. Really? Because he probably, yeah. he might want commission or yeah, something. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's a really I catchy name. Know. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? I'm trying to think of the first time I came across you. It was a fair few years ago. I know I bumped into you and we chatted at VegFest. Yes. Um, and I think, you know, what I've said about you is, you know, I'm on the stage at VegFest. It's hard to get a break and yeah. wander around and in, enjoy the show because I'm backwards and forwards to the stage, which I'm very thankful for. Tim, if you're listening, love you to pieces, love VegFest. Um, but I remember I wandered around a couple of the festivals and I thought, oh, who's giving a talk here? Oh, it's Hench Herbivore, a.k.a. Paul Curtin. And um, your audiences were packed out it it was it was standing room only yes really which is it is wonderful isn't it but you're like taking it all in your stride yeah i get packed audiences i think there's just not many sort of larger bodybuilder type for want of a better phrase alpha type men yeah you know the biggest demographic by far of of veganism is, is women isn't it and um so that's i think that's my usp i think i'm just trying to show the guys that you can be big you can be ripped and you don't have to hurt animals while you're doing it and you can have a longer healthier life it's win 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 it is let's go back to the basics so when did you go vegan let's let's cover that first of all yeah so a good eight years ago um it was actually this little lady right next to me that um showed me the way she went vegan first about six months before me for health reasons she had amazing health um, and then I was looking at the, the data she was looking at, yeah. 
that show the more animal products we eat, um, the, you know, the quicker we develop the diseases of affluence, cancer, heart disease. In poorer countries where they can't afford meat and dairy, you know, they're eating rice and vegetable. They don't tend to... Some villages in China have not seen heart disease or breast cancer. Really? Heart disease is our biggest killer, you know. What? Why is that, Paul? <sighs> Sorry, I've had a brain fart. What, what was that bit for? Well, just why? You know, why are you saying, like, the affluent... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Diseases. And, and so back in the day, back in the day, the kings, rich people, they used to get all these same diseases. The peasants would not get them. And because they're eating, you know, the meat, which the peasants can't afford. You know, and it's the sat fat, it's the cholesterol, it's the trans fats, stuff that you don't get in vegetables. Really? That's fascinating. So it even goes back... And we're seeing yeah. it more with the more wealthier people. Yeah, it would be gout and all right. this sort of thing. You know, you look at Henry VIII's um, yeah. health, you know. He was not a healthy man. Wow. And it is because of, you know, what you put into your body. Because we are you, what we really. eat. We are what we so eat. So why would you eat dead meat? Gosh, that's Boom. amazing. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I'll take you back. You made the decision to become vegan. Yeah. And both of you did at the same time. You you were together then. You wanted to sort of improve. Well, Gemma your was life. like six months before me. Yeah. Because I still thought, you know, I need to eat meat to have big muscles. You know, we've eaten animals historically, so are there nutrients in there that we can't get from plants? Hmm. You know, but through research. This is the one thing I say to people who go onto that carnivore diet. What is the essential nutrient we can't get any other way? No one's been able to answer that yet. Wow, There's, so there isn't. So basically, essential nutrients, yeah. nearly all of them come from plants, except for vitamin D, which we get from the sun, except for B12, which we used to get from our drinking water before the age of sterilisation. So, you know, the, the environment has changed. We've moved from the tropics and we've sterilised and we're not getting the sun. So that's why we need these one or two supplements. Mm. But that's it, and really and truly, the, uh, Harvard says that on average, vegetables have 16 times more nutrients than meat does. Really? Yeah. 16 times more, more. yeah. That's fantastic, isn't it? So, you are a bodybuilder. You are a well-known YouTuber. You are an influencer. I'm going to say that with air quotes. Yeah. Influencer. <laughs> what is an influencer? Um, you know, you really have stepped it up and people like listening to you. They Thank you. trust you. You really know your stuff because you are a nutritionalist as well, aren't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've done the research. Yeah. You know all the long names that I'm yeah. thinking, what, what does that mean? I've never heard of that the, before. The intramyocellular lipids and the like. <laughs> <laughs> Showing off now tomorrow, isn't it? So you've done all of this stuff, and I think yeah. what, what we like about you is that you're passionate about passing on this knowledge. You're not just yeah. keeping it for yourself. Yeah. You know, you want to get out there and you want to show people that you can be very healthy Yes. You can be very fit. You can still retain your muscles if you, if that is your choice. Yes. And build muscles as well on yeah. a on a plant based diet, vegan lifestyle, whatever you'd like to call it. Yeah. And it's been, did you say, ten years now for you? Uh, eight years. Eight years being yeah. vegan. and it's it's doubled the strength of my eyesight. So what, um, tell me about that then. What happened with your eyes? So um, I started to sort of walk into more and more things. Now, it wasn't that bad, but I, I have contact lenses and I was conscious that my vision was getting worse. So I thought, oh, I need stronger lenses. But two times going back to the opticians getting tested, I had to have weaker and weaker lenses. I hear this a lot anecdotally from a lot of other whole foods vegans. Mm. My, there's no science on it. My theory is, 
you know, a lot of the disease we're discovering more and more and more is from this atherosclerosis, from this hardening of the arteries, you know, this plaque buildup, biggest killer of humans, kills every third Westerner is the coronary artery getting clogged up, and that's coronary heart disease. Well, they're big old, you know, um, uh, arteries, you know, if we think about the eyes, they're fed by tiny little capillaries, tiny little. Wow. So, you know, they're going to get filled up much sooner. And if we're not getting nutrition, if we're not getting oxygen to, to organs, what's going to be happening to these organs? It's so very obvious to me. Mm, that's fascinating. So you've seen a lot of personal changes. Yes. All for the better? Or are there any that you think, oh, you know, I'm not recovering quicker after my exercise or... I don't know, are there any negatives of when you decided to become vegan? I would say that any negative, everything health-wise, like, it's all amazing. Just the social thing, you know, you can fall out with people. Oh, really? Yeah, particularly early on when you go through that angry vegan stage, <laughs> like an idiot, because we don't know better. You know, yeah. we've seen what happens to the animals. Our friends and family are good people. You know, we've changed because we're good people. Obviously, if we just tell them, they'll change. But people need to come to it in their own time and you know, want to think that's their decision. So, we, you know, we, we can get a bit pushy. And I think that's where the, you know, stereotype of the pushy vegan comes from. Now, you know, I probably know a thousand vegans. Very few of them I would describe as pushy. Yeah. And if I think, I think if anything, I wish I'd heard about it sooner. I wish I'd have bumped into some pushy, like, you know, oh, freaky yeah. vegans. You wish they were. <laughs> yeah. I think it's rare. I think it's rare. And I think if we were in the animal's position, we would wonder why is everyone not speaking up a little bit more. I love that, Paul. Yes. And I do agree. I mean, my dad, when he went veggie um, initially, practically vegan at the time, I don't know, I'm just trying to think about 35 years ago or something, um, you know, he, he just said he just made his food, he got on with it, you know, and at that point there was no choice like we have now, yes. you know, there was dehydrated soya chunks was yeah. my dad's staple food wow. with loads of vegetables and it really ponged wow. and we thought, my God, you know, my dad's strange eating this strange food, um, you know, as a teenager. Um, but my dad always said, you know, I'll show you the window and it's up to you if you look out. Wow. And now we say, Dad, why didn't you make us look out that window? <laughs> why didn't you, you know? Because everybody says, don't they, I just wish yeah. I'd gone vegan sooner. The only regret I ever hear from any vegan is just that, like, mm. why didn't I do it sooner? and you regret I've ever heard. And I've got to say, my lovely listener, you might hear this word throughout tonight's show, which is a wonderful word. <laughs> and we're coming from a place of love because we have the wonderful Paul Curtin, who is Hench Her Before. Wonderful YouTuber, speaker, um, passionate vegan. And we're delighted that he's come all the way to Essex to chat with us live oh. on Phoenix FM. Have you been to Essex before? Um, I don't think so. Because we're in the heart of Towie land here. Wow. Gemma, do you watch Towie? No, I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Goodbye, Gemma. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the heart. You just walk down the road in Brentwood and there's Joey Essex or there's, you know, whoever, Gemma wow. Collins and all of the all of the guys here. So we do love a little bit of, bit, bit of sparkle in Essex. Um, Paul, I'm loving what you're saying. Tell us a little bit about the YouTube channel. 
But I hope that you are going to stay with us for the next hour and a half. And I'd we'll be keep delighted. Chatting. We'll find out more about you. Yeah. Um, but what made you start a YouTube channel initially? Yeah, so I didn't ever aim to be a YouTuber per se. I was just doing my PT business, which became a vegan PT business because obviously my morals changed. And I just got sick of having to repeat... You know, where do I, for my clients, where do I get my protein? What does a meal actually look like? Maybe they forget like exercise forms. So I just did it as a resource really for my, for my clients. But um, amazingly, it's just blown up out of nowhere. Yeah. How many um, subscribers do you have to your channel? It's um, a fair few, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, 42,000 odd. Yeah. 42,000. Yeah. And I've got to say, and we, we'll talk about the restaurant as well, because we've just gone and had a nice late lunch. So we'll talk about yeah. that next time. I just want to say, you know, we're walking down Stratford, the, the shopping centre, and a lady comes up to you, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Marie, I think her name was. So hello if you're listening, Marie. And uh, yeah, she said she loves what I'm doing. She's transitioning. So she's going towards veganism. And she just says, like, looking at you, I can see that it obviously works. And thanks for what you're doing. Gave me a little hug and That's yeah, it's beautiful. It's like walking down the road. Well, we are. We're walking down the road with the celebrity, aren't we, Gemma? Wow. Do you get that yeah. all the time? Everywhere we go, somebody comes up to Paul and says, oh, I've gone vegan or followed some of your advice and it's changed my life. And I can see that it really moves him and it's, it's lovely. Oh, that's lovely. Well, I'm so happy that we're chatting. We're going to talk a little bit more as well. We've got some fantastic music. Um, coming up over the next couple of hours, or an hour and a half, it's already flown by. Half an hour has already flown by. I cannot believe it. We're going to play this one next. And remember, my lovely listener, we are asking you, what pop song changed your life? You're listening to me, Karen Ridgers here on The House of Fun. She, she says, hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. Said, hey, honey, take a walk on the wild side. Candy came from out on the island. In the back room, she was everybody's darling. But she never lost her head Even when she was given head She says, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side Said, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side And the colored girls go Do 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 it away everybody had to pay and pay 
A hustle here and a hustle there New York City's the place where they said, hey babe Take a walk on the wild side I said, hey Joe, take a walk on the wild side Sugarbump Fairy came and hit the streets Looking for soul food and a place to eat Went to the Apollo You should have seen him go, go, go They said, hey, sugar Take a walk on the wild side I said, hey, babe Take a walk on the wild side All right Huh Jackie is just speeding away Thought she was James Dean for a day Then I guess she had to crash Valium would have helped that patch I said, hey babe, take a walk on the wild side I said, hey honey, take a walk on the wild side And the colored girls say Do, 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 Yeah. 
like a little bit of 80s and I hope you do too. It's already 6.33 on this wonderful Friday night. I do love Fridays because as you know, my lovely listener, the weekend can officially start now. Woohoo! And I'm buzzing about tonight's show with the wonderful Paul Curtin, aka Hench Herbivore and his gorgeous gems who's sitting by his side. We're going to be chatting to them um, throughout tonight's show. I'm also asking you to name me a song that changed your life. We're still thinking, aren't we? We're still thinking of a song. We should, what was that? It's a head scratcher. It's a head scratcher, it is. We are thinking. We're going to come up with one by the end of the show. That, that's our little goal. Um, Dom, I'm so pleased you're listening, Dom. Um, Iona, hopefully I've said your, print, your uh, surname correctly. Thank you so much for telling me about a pop song um, or a song that changed your life. Hotel California by the Eagles. It made me want to learn to play the guitar when I was seven. It led me to be in bands for my late teens and early 20s. And I played rock music in front of some good-sized crowds all helped build up my confidence that has been amplified but recently by a mutual friend of ours. And we all know it's Dr. Rowe. Dr. Rowe, hope you're listening. Um, I'm going to play our very special track later on for you as well. So thank you for that, Dom. Um, Lisa Buck, you've told me about a track. I am still seeing if I can search, uh, search for it. Uh, let the sun shine in. Um, and this, uh, you've given me a lovely message. So if I can't find this one, I will play you something else, Lisa. Um, and you're saying, it doesn't matter how bad things get, Putting this certain song on lifts my energy without foul. It changes my vibration and gives me what I need to turn my thoughts around without foul. It has also inspired me to write my first book based on the age of Aquarius. I love that, Lisa. I'm going to do my best to find that track for you. If not... Um, I will play you something else instead. Um, so we're going to play um, The Eagles, Hotel California for Dom. Um, and then we're going to go into some music that I particularly love. And we will be chatting to Paul and Gemma straight after this as well. <laughs>
you again. I hope you enjoyed listening to that Hotel California by the Eagles. You can send me an email, radio at Phoenix FM. Let me know a song that has changed your life. We're still thinking, aren't we, Paul and Gems? A track that changed your life. Anything yet? (laughs) We will give it more thought, my lovely listener, as we're chatting away. Delighted to have the top YouTuber, bodybuilder, extraordinaire, vegan nutritionalist in the world. I like you, Karen. (laughs) (laughs) Live here on Phoenix FM. You've loved coming to Essex, haven't you? I'm having the best day. The best day. You know what, sometimes it's just nice, because we, you guys got on the, the coach, and yep. I popped on the train, just went over to Stratford. Well, let's give a nice hello to the real Greek, because yes. we had a fantastic late lunch there, didn't we? It was lovely. And Celine, you popped along. We had a lovely chat with Celine. Let's all say hello to Celine Nelson. Hello. Hello, hello Celine. We miss you already, <laughs> Celine. She will be coming into the studio hopefully very soon. Um, top journalist, um, has put up with some quite stress, I would say, a lot of stress over the past year, and she's handled it brilliantly. But she joined us for lunch at The Real Greek. Um, you know, they're, they're really promote not promoting, but they're getting their vegan menu out there. And we were chatting at the restaurant, and, you know, I held up the menu, and... You know, 25 years ago, there was not a thing like a vegan menu. So I still can't quite believe it, to be honest. You know, I'm actually looking and I can have everything on the menu. And I just don't know what to pick. There was loads of options, wasn't there? There was loads. I mean, I've not been vegan half as long as you. Back in the day, did you have to pick like a couple of sides or something? Was that sort of how it went down? Yeah, that's it. I mean, obviously, I'm here in Essex and got to know some of the restaurants who would be very accommodating. Um, but it was very unheard of to say yes. I'm a vegan, you know, and I've never been an apologetic a vegan because I'm so proud of being a vegan. <laughs> but you sort of think, oh, you know, they don't really get it. They don't really understand it. 25 years ago, you know, you had to really go through. And because I've always run Veggie Vision and I've written for magazines and newspapers, I kind of felt like I was trying to pave the way for other people that didn't have some kind of media behind them um, because I could speak to the owners or speak to the managers, speak to the chefs and, you know, they knew that it was going to go into a paper or something so they better listen. No, that's a proper influencer. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. But the real Greek, I love the food. It was over at Stratford. I think they've got three in London. We need to get them into Essex. So huge thank you. I've got to say what stood out for me was what brilliant service. Yes, amazing. It was like being in, to me, like a five-star restaurant. Um, and they, you know, they've said it's relaxed dining, but, the, you know, they were very attentive yes. and, you know, answered questions. And yeah, they were telling us about the dishes and everything. Tell- yeah, it was really interesting. Lovely. I've not eaten uh, Greek before, so... Really? Other than, obviously, hummus, like, every yes. day. <laughs> I'm vegan. We do like, do like our humans. But that was it. It's sort of... They brought it out sort of like on... Like when you're going for afternoon tea, yes. didn't they? On these, which I love the look of like those plates sort of in a stack, Stacked whatever. Up, yeah. But it was like a humus, and then it yeah. was like a humusy type thing made of something else, and yeah. then there was another thing. And 
Yeah. I really liked it. I bet the next presenter coming into this studio is going to go, who's been eating garlic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've probably got garlic coming out of our pores. But yeah. um, reasonable price, fresh food, they make it there. Um, yeah. I, I would go back. I'd like to go back and try a few of the dishes yes. that we didn't try. Really tasty food. Yeah. Really well flavoured. Yeah. yeah. So thanks, guys. You know, yeah. credit where credit is due. We really did have a lovely time. Um at the Real Greek over in Stratford, which isn't too far away. You popped on the train and we, we popped yeah, over there. Quick. 15 minutes from Shenfield, which is quite handy. Um, do like talking about food. I'm feeling, <laughs> you know, why do people come to see you then? You know, why do they come to ask for your expert advice? What are those questions that, you know, the members of the public ask you time and time again with your nutritional expertise, with your bodybuilding expertise, yeah. do you do you sort of have questions that you're asked frequently? I think really it's a lot of, you know, mostly people have a goal, so it's either muscle building or fat loss, so how do you do that as a vegan? But a lot of people just not really knowing, like just in general, like, you know, what, you know, what sort of foods do I need to include? Do I need supplements? You know, there's still a lot lack of info out there, I think. There's a lot of myths about veganism, isn't yes. there? Like, you can't get enough protein. and So that kind of question, you get asked again and again, Oh, the you? protein thing, you know. And my argument is, well, you know, I'm twice your size. Like, does it look like there's a problem, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been and we will example, be tweeting it? out photos of Paul in case you're thinking... What does this hunky guy actually look like? <laughs> he, he looks hunky as well. So we will be tweeting out photos. Don't worry, my lovely little star. You're not going to miss out. Um, but so that is really, even nowadays, that is still a common question. We've been so Where do you get? for so long, you know, yeah. and it's hard to get it through people's heads, you know. Mm. It's easier to dupe someone than to tell them they've been duped is the phrase, mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah. I don't think we like to believe we've had the wool pulled over our eyes for no. so long. Not Who very vegan. To? Who wants term. to? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so... So that's what they... So people generally... I mean, I wonder if they're thinking, you know, well, what do you eat? So you're not yes. eating meat, you're not eating an animal products, and that's where they are assuming that, you know, protein, protein comes, comes from. from. Yeah. So only plants make protein. That's where all protein comes from, specifically... Say, say that again, because that, that was a big thing. My <laughs> listener's thinking, what, okay. what the heck? Say that again. Only plants make protein. Well, specifically, only plants make the amino acids that make up protein. They make it from atmospheric nitrogen. When animals learn to photosynthesize, maybe they can make some amino acids, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. So, ourselves and other animals, you know, we eat the protein... Chew it up, we break the food down. By the time the food gets into our bloodstream, it's in the form of the amino acids. It's the constituent, you know, component. So it goes from the small intestine fruit, you know, into the bloodstream. Your body doesn't know, was that beef, was that chickpeas? It's the building block. So that's what we're after. So ourselves and other animals, we simply reuse these uh, amino acids. We actually make two million different proteins from these kind of, I, I refer to them like little Lego bricks, you know, these little amino acids. We, we pop them together in different ways and we make whatever proteins we need, you know, and they all come from plants. Hey, oh, I'm blown away. I didn't know. We make all of those little bricks from plants in our bodies. Yeah, yeah, we basically reconstitute. It's a bit like, imagine you've got a Lego castle you know, it's a bit like breaking down the Lego castle and rebuilding it. Well, you could have just got the set and built it from scratch and, 
you know, it's that, it's yeah. that simple. So, that is it. so when people ask you this question, do you give them examples of what they might like to try instead of just thinking, well, look, you know, I'm now going to go and eat loads of vegetables or yeah. whatever. What do you give them to, to try? I, I kind of speak in terms of like food groups because before, you know, we say, don't we, meat, a couple of veggies, you need some dairy for your calcium. So basically I say, you know, when I'm making up a plate, I think... I want a legume, you know, so beans, chickpeas, split peas, and all that sort of thing. Some sort of a whole grain. I think half the plate should be vegetables, like different colours, a little fruit, a little nuts and seeds. And, you know, you can make... So what does that look like? You've got chilies, curries, soups, like... Um, Stews, casseroles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you can bake, like, falafels and, you know, vegetable, like, burgers and things. Um... Yeah, and it's it's delicious, you know. When we eat meat, what do we do? We, we cover it in sauces and herbs. And we cover it in... We try to make it taste like plants, basically. So you've got all the delicious flavours already, so you're not missing out. Well, you're missing out on the heart disease, is Gosh. the thing. That's amazing. So half your plate is vegetables, yeah. and then, you know, when you're buying, you have your chickpeas or your lentils, yeah. which I love. I fall in, in love with the lentils again. Do you have tofu? Occasionally, yeah. So whole foods are really the most helpful. Processed foods are whole foods. You've had either good stuff taken out, bad stuff added, or both. With tofu, we've lost some of the nutrients. But we've retained all the, well, half the minerals. We've retained all the protein. Uh, it's a little lower in fibre for p people who struggle with fibre initially when, when they go vegan. So it's a good, yeah, still a good food. Mm, so yeah. you have all of that. So say, for instance, when you have your chickpeas and things like that, do you buy them in a tin or I like to buy them in like a little packet rather than the tin? Or do you do, you know, you soak them and boil them? Because that can take a long time, can't it? Yeah, it's it? time consuming. So mm. I'm a bit lazy with that. So. <laughs> Tetra packs, there we have. Tetra packs are good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're good. Um, rather than the BPA in the lining, which is an mm. endocrine disruptor. So the plastics, like a xenoestrogen, yeah, it can be bad for you. And that's in the in tins? In the tins, yeah. So yeah, better, yeah. better to cook from, you know, I don't dried. really like using tin food. No. I think I, I did get a bit lazy and, you know, fall back on the old beans in a tin, like, yes. you know, beans on toast type thing. Yeah. But then you could easily buy your own whatever bean you want yeah. and mix it up with your tomato sauce so you're yes. not getting the sugar you're yeah. not getting the salt you can do yeah. that little herbs and spices little easy herbs to make up isn't it it's that's much better for if you. anyone wants to try that their beans are called haricot beans not a lot of people know that really yeah <laughs> <laughs> he knows that, not many You're people. You're a bean expert. Yeah. <laughs> so any other questions then that people come and say, look, Paul, you know, I, I'd like to go vegan, um, but they're worried about something. What else would it be? So protein, asking that yeah. question about protein is the number one question. That is that number being, one by wow. far. You know, yeah. People think that carbs make you fat and, and yeah. you know, Vegan foods, typically whole foods, have an amount of protein, carbs, and fat. Yeah. But, you know, as we discussed earlier, carbs are, are I believe, our species-specific preferred fuel source. They're the only macronutrient that we can burn off by way of dietary thermogenesis. So when we eat an, an excess of carbohydrate, we get hot, and that's your body's way of burning that off. You don't do that with protein or fat. If you've got too much, you'll store that as fat. 
So that's uh, number one. Do you think when people, like my listeners, thinking, well, what do you mean by carbs? Do you think people are meaning carbs as bread, potatoes, pasta? Yeah. Because you're saying carbs are good, but I'm feeling you might not be thinking, maybe, I don't know, are you thinking the bread, the pasta, potatoes? Yeah, I mean, they're good. Really whole foods, so as it comes from nature. So I would say wheat berries rather than like a refined thing made into bread. Okay. Um, but bread can be okay still if it's, you know, not too many nasty additives and it's like a whole grain. Maybe they put in some good... Um, seeds and things. But yeah, really carbs, you know, it's your beans, it's your vegetables, it's your fruit, etc. Where people go wrong, I think, is that they say carbs make me fat, but when they say carbs, they mean pizzas, ice cream, donuts, crisps. And yeah, there is carbohydrate in there, but there's also a lot of fat. And uh, nouveau lipogenesis is the term for making fat from carbohydrate. It's very hard for your body to do, and it won't do it if it's not necessary. So if you've got too many calories, you'll burn the carbs off as fuel, you'll store the fat as fat. If you biopsy someone's body fat, you'll see exactly what they've been eating by the type of fat that they've stored, because it will be unchanged. It's all fascinating, isn't it, Gemma? What do you think about all of this? Do you follow the same way of eating as, um, as Paul, your other half? Um, Yes, I do, yeah. I know it's like, it takes a little while to get used to the taste of whole foods. Like at first you can think, oh, it's not quite as tasty as what I had before. But just in a really short time, your taste buds change, you find the whole foods really enjoyable. And then if you go back to eating some more junkier foods, you think, oh, wow, this is so oily or salty. And you really notice it. And I notice that I feel a lot better in my body when I eat clean. Yes, I really huge. notice it. Yeah, that's why I tend to not go back now. Like people say, why didn't you have a cheat day? But I think, who am I cheating? Like, I don't enjoy it anyway, and it ruins my next meal because the art food was like hyper um, palatable and your body is never not looking. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah, a cheat day. I don't get it when people say, oh, it's a treat. Yeah. And they might be referring to fast food, you know, blimmin' burgers or, you know... A bar of chocolate, and we all say it, it's our terminology. But how is that a treat? It's not good. A treat surely should be like a lovely fresh bowl of spinach or strawberries or something that's going <laughs> to really be good for us. My treat is that I feel awesome like 24 7. Really? Yeah. Why do I want to? I don't want to feel any other way, so I don't eat those other things now. People, if you want to give it a try, if you want to feel the best, it takes three weeks basically. You need to not eat these junky foods. You know, fatty foods, refined sugar, that sort of thing. If you can stick to the whole foods for three weeks, you resensitize your taste buds. I enjoy this food as much, if not more, than I ever enjoyed any other type of food. Mm. Plus, I feel great on top of it. But it's just doing it long enough to reset the taste buds and not, you know, falling off the wagon and then ruining, you know, you just ruin it. Mm. It takes three weeks. The thing to do is to just, with the whole plant foods, you can pretty much eat as much as you want and you won't get fat. Um, and so if you're not hungry, your brain won't remind you about donuts and, and fish and chips. Oh. <laughs> and that's the trick. If you do yeah. it for three weeks, you'll be able to keep doing it. Yeah. That's what I found. And that's what I find with my clients. So I was going to ask what the upside is. And the upside really is feeling Yeah, really mental, good. physical. Fat loss. The Bride study out of New Zealand at the end of 2016 showed that people eating unrestricted amounts of these foods... So legumes, whole grains, fruits, vegetables, a little nuts and seeds as well. We don't want to go overboard on those because they're, they're too fat. On average, they lost a pound of fat per week, lost on unlimited calories, uh, and they dropped their 
blood pressure, triglycerides, cholesterol levels, all down to within the healthy range. So they're going to have longer, healthier lives, you know, more functional, more enjoyable. Absolutely love that. Well, look, I think let's go over and play a little bit more music. We're going to try and fit in some really great tracks. We've got people tweeting over as well. Um, so we're going to fit in as much as we can. Um, Paul, Hench Herbivore, lovely information. We're still going to be talking to you, aren't we? And to Gemma as well. And um, in the mix as well, we've got some utterly fantastic music. I'm going to play this one next, Atlantic Ocean waterfall just because i love it for me i'm going to dedicate that to myself i've never it. never done that before <laughs> um i can't believe it's creeping up to 7 p.m already just a couple of minutes away you're listening to me karen ridges here and my wonderful guests the utterly brilliant paul curtain who is hench herbivore brilliant youtuber and his wonderful partner in crime <laughs> gems as well um so yeah nearly seven o'clock still carry on we're still going to be here for the next hour with some brilliant music too
a good job. I don't accident, accidentally whack up these faders and you hear me sing. <laughs> that would be a shock. I'm playing some great music tonight and this is all because of you. Um, because I'm asking you, name a song that changed your life. So just before we um, played Rolls Royce, we played a little bit of Queen and that goes out to Mike Malloy the wonderful author of the most fantastic kids books Mike really pleased that you're listening we need to chat I need to reply to your email actually as well um, Bohemian Rhapsody Queen started a lifelong love of the genius that was Freddie Mercury and I've got to say if you haven't go and see that film about Freddie Mercury it's absolutely fantastic love the film I really learned a lot about the band. And I've met Brian May. I might as well just show off as well and say that I met Brian May. What a lovely man. He was very tall, very, very tall, and now dedicates his life to saving the UK's wildlife. Absolutely inspirational. Well, I've met him. How lucky am I? Um, then we played Wishing on a Star, um, Rose Royce. That is for the wonderful bubbly TV personality. Glad you're listening, Karen Chamberlain. Um, and she, you've also requested another song. I'll see if I can play that later. One at a time for now. Um, two songs that you've heard recently that you love and you cannot stop singing them. Happy Friday, babes. Happy Friday, babes, to you as well, Karen. Karen. Lovely to hear from you. Rachel, you want to hear a song um, by The Wonder Stuff? We're going to see if we can play that. Rob Jordan, how are you? Now, you did tell me a little bit of a funny old story about when you went to hospital. Now, I don't know if I'm going to read your story out, love. It did sound a little bit painful. I think the men, if I read that out, they might all switch off. I'm glad you're all right now. I haven't got your song either, um, the theme from MASH. I will try to find something else. I don't quite know what. Um, lovely music. Do let me know what song has changed your life. We're still thinking, aren't we? Paul and Gems? We're still thinking. <laughs> we, will, we will come up. We will come up with something. I don't know quite what. It's one of those things you've really got to give a lot of thought about. You're listening to me, Karen Ridges, here on the House of Fun, as I am every Friday from 6 to 8, playing the best music ever and joining me, the most wonderful guests. I am so delighted. Uh, that we can chat to them. How lucky are we? Um, I'm going to play this one next. Love this. I'm feeling a little bit of throwing into the mix a little bit of the old school club classics. This is Felix and Don't You Want Me. <laughs> Don't 
Felix and Don't You Want Me. Did that song change your life, Paul? No. (laughs) (laughs) Name a song that changed changed your life. We're getting the emails coming in, radio at phoenixfm.com. Let me know and I will try to squeeze it in. We had a few coming in. I'm still thinking about it. I can name you a book. A book? A a book that changed your life? Yeah. See, I, maybe I should do a show. No, no, I want to hear it. But I'm thinking, could that work for the show? But the point, the point is, obviously, I can't play the music then, can no. I? What's the book that changed your life? Uh, the China Study by T. Colin Campbell. Oh, have you read it all? Yes. <gasps> I tried to read it. It's not easy reading. It's word and statistic heavy. <laughs> it is. And you know who recommended that book to me? Heather Mills. Oh, she said, you must read it. And I think it had a big impact on her life as you well. You just know everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what you know. <laughs> it's who you know. <laughs> what about you, Gems? Is there been a book that has changed your life, seeing as we're utterly rubbish about thinking of a song that changed our lives? Um, I guess a book I read about communication changed my life uh, called Nonviolent Communication. That's really? a bit of a different subject but um she's gone she's gone clever and heavy (laughs) all at the same time i tell you what the book that changed my life and we were talking about this earlier but it was actually the film that changed my life because the film come out before the book was the secret Mm. and i remember years ago years ago i um i spoke to this lady and she was having a really tough time and she was a receptionist somewhere. I won't mention where, but I'm sure, you know, she's probably forgotten. Um, and she just kept telling me about her problems and this, and, you know, we had a nice little connection. And I said to her, look, go and find this DVD called The Secret. Please, go and get it and watch this video. I didn't see her for a couple of weeks. When I come back in to, to where she was... Um, she just looked at me, stopped, froze, had all tears in her eyes, come up, gave me the biggest hug and said, Karen, you have changed my life. Wow. And I thought, wow, you know. So that's it. Listener, if you're listening, go and have a Google. It's free on Netflix now or whatever it is. You know, at the time, I think I had to order my copy from America. Um, So The Secret, that really has had a big impact on my life. I I Mm. love that. And I've been waiting. My son's now 13, and I've been waiting for years. Is he ready to watch The Secret with me? Is he ready? And then we watched it last weekend. Okay, how did that go? I was so happy. He got a little bit bored halfway (laughs) through. I've got to be honest, you know, because they're all like... Oh, PlayStation and brrr, you know everything's so fast moving. Sure. Um, but he watched it and he watched he watched most of it. I think we'll we'll watch it again. Yeah. Um, but I bought him the book called Teen Power, so it is the secret for teens. Ah, that's a good idea. So he's reading that with prompting from Mummy. Have you read your five pages? Uh, of your book. So, um, Maybe you should get him the computer game. Yeah, the secret of the computer game. I wonder what you've got to do for that. Um, Hench Herbivore and Gorgeous Gems are in the studio with me. Delighted to have you in. Big YouTuber, nutritionalist, bodybuilder, looking pretty good. And you make the most wonderful couples. So I've got to take oh, a photo and tweet out a photo of both of you. Oh. But look, we're talking away, talking away about eating healthy, eating whole foods, you know, thinking about what you're eating. And, 
you know, people must look at you and think, well, look, you're both good looking, you're both obviously fit, you've you've got your muscles, you know, you're a nutritionist, <clears throat> you've got it made. You you haven't had to go through what we're going through. You haven't, you know, had to worry about food or you've always been healthy. But I don't know if that's real the truth, is yeah, it? Yeah, no, we've um I would say we've done a complete one eighty. From where we both were you know when we met we were real party animals kind yeah. of life and soul of the party in air quotes but the thing was like we were quite socially awkward so we would hide behind uh, alcohol and and kind of party drugs you know so really yeah Gosh. yeah 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 and how long ago was that um hmm, know, a lot, quite years. a lot of years now yeah yeah yes. yeah 10 years 10 years ago maybe 10 years yeah. ish yeah. Mm. Yeah. So what, how did you turn it around? Personally, I just was doing so many crazy things. I would sometimes be awake for three days straight because of all these crazy things I was doing. You're joking. I had little you warnings. didn't even sleep? No, well, I couldn't. It's hard to get to sleep when you've been doing some of those sort of things. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, because we were talking earlier and I said this is a whole, do a whole new world for me. Yes. I'm very naive, so yeah, well, I have... Yeah, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue. I had a little warning sometimes. Yeah? Um, I had a sort of kidney pain. I was, I was actually... You know, I was working at the time. I was a doorman, and I just used to do whatever when I was a doorman. You know, it's very crazy, really. Very stupid of me. And... Um, I sort of collapsed on the bar, I had this pain in my kidneys, and I thought, I know what will make me feel better, so I drank a pint of Stella. Um, no. <laughs> and just carried on, you know, and that's... So you, you, you literally had terrible pains, you collapsed, yeah. and then thought the answer was a pint of I, beer. I really thought I was invincible. And you know when Charlie Sheen had that kind of breakdown in recent years, and the way yeah. he was talking about yeah. just crazy way he was talking about he was sort of indestructible, and I thought, wow, that was me, I was that crazy. You know? Wow. So you were, I mean, obviously, you know, you're a bodybuilder, fitness expert, but you were originally a party animal, doing things that probably no one should be doing, yeah, and both together. Yeah. And uh, a doorman, yeah. so a bouncer. Yeah, like a very, you know, violent world, you know? Really? And, you know, it's a scary world, so... Can you, you know, believe that was you? No, I really can't, yeah. You know, I wouldn't harm an ant now. You know, I, do, I found veganism, and then I just had this epiphany. Well, if I don't want to harm a chicken I've never met, the next time someone is rude to me, or you know, can I just step out of my ego long enough to forgive that? Realize that anyone who's trying to cause me suffering themselves are suffering, and they the suffering is spilling over. If I can forgive that and let it go, maybe they don't pass it on to the next person. You know, if a few more of us started acting in this way, there will be a lot less negativity in the world. And, I love that. You know, yeah. Absolutely love that. So that's... But how did you get to this stage? You know, because obviously when you're in that different headspace, you know, you're drinking, partying, not going to bed, being a doorman, that angry lifestyle, you've mentioned drugs, you know, it was yeah. complete opposite of what you're doing now. Yes. So what broke the pattern of that what, what? just partly I've just really realised I've got away with this for 30 odd years well not that I've been doing it that whole time but yeah. you know, I was in my mid 30s sure. and I just had this epiphany wow like I'm doing a hell of a lot enough drugs and alcohol to probably kill a baby rhino and 
I just had the impression I can't keep doing this. Like that, Morty will not be able to take that. Right. And I think over time, you know, when you first take the, these sort of recreational drugs, you you, know, you have this high. But over time, you have to take more and more and more, and then you get more of the downside. Like it's more down than up, and it starts to get very miserable. God, that must be hard. Yeah. Hard to sort of break away from such yeah. a lifestyle. And you know, my circle of friends were all drug taking, violent people. You know, so I just kind of changed my whole friends. Uh, set and, and everything but wow and then but you two still had each other at that time um yeah how did this that time, time i know yeah I know. it's, hard it's a bit of a funny that. story with us it's a bit of yeah. a funny story with twists and turns yeah but um yeah the whole drugs thing we actually split up so we were together two years crazy party animals life and soul of the party but Gemma then got quite ill uh, and became very introverted right. and so our relationship kind of fell apart and then within the next four years we kind of found health separately yeah. and then our paths crossed I thought what the hell did I do letting her go spent six months trying to win her back <laughs> and we've been together ten years like not so much as a crossed word really like you know, we really value each other and we mm. learn how to communicate properly. We're, we're very lucky we've got each other and that we're both vegan because, you know, we've said this before, some yes. couples, they have such different beliefs or they eat so, you know, so differently and it can be a strain, like, on the relationship, yeah, can't it? Strain. So I think if you go vegan, it's important to have people around you who are also vegan who understand, like, your struggles or yeah. who can just support you and help you. I think that's important. I think that's where a lot of people fall off the wagon. They're doing it on their own. They don't have a support yeah. group. They don't have community, but they do have people telling them, you know, because, yeah. you know, it's a... Uh, how do I say it? Just by being vegan, it then makes people think about their foods and then it can create tension. Like, they think that maybe you're judging them, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And so then they can be defensive or aggressive or ridicule, hmm. you know. But, you know, they're good people. Like, you know, we, none of us were born vegan, you know. We just thought that it was not normal, natural, necessary. So these things just take time to, you know, hmm. evolve, don't they, in people? Anything hmm. to add to that, Jen? Um... I don't think so, really. Yeah, I think that's really good. Um, we've talked about, you know, people asking you certain questions quite frequently. Um, but if people do decide, you know, now's the time, I want to improve my fitness, I w I'm not, not comfortable about what I'm eating, um, what are easy steps to maybe transition into plant-based diet or to cut out the meat what can they swap or yeah. do differently people kind of do it in all different ways don't they i did it sort of pretty much straight off the bat more or less um, but some people need to ease into it um one thing I, I like to say to people is maybe you can just do breakfast as, as vegan and you know there's plenty of options there's your cereals your porridge your smoothies yeah. and is that, that what you have let's hear yes. about a, a, a day in the life of you food wise Yep. Because you said you were, what were you doing at the moment? I'm cutting uh, so for, non, for non bodybuilders, dieting. <laughs> <laughs> so. Why are you doing that? Uh, it's so to show the muscle off. So, doing, you've got two, two kind of seasons, bulking and cutting. Doing bulking, you're eating an excess of calories to grow muscle. You can, you know, it's hard to know exactly how many calories to do, so you may put a little body fat on. And so, then on a cutting cycle, you're then trying to maintain as much muscle as possible while slowly burning the fat off to, you know, uncover all your hard work. Wow, Hopefully and is there a reason? <laughs> is there a reason why you're doing that now? For me, like, my motivation now is to promote veganism, you know, it's people's health, 
it's the animals and I ate more animals than anyone so I feel bad and I want to redress the balance and of course the environmental destruction most of the ills of the planet are down to animal agriculture and we we've got something like 11 and a half years to turn it around or you know there will be no more well the planet will carry on but it won't support us you know really so we've got to think about our kids as well you know I think, and you know, I was saying I want to, went to that film premiere last yes. night, A Prayer for Compassion, which is quite interesting for lots of different reasons. But one of the things they highlighted was the fact that, you know, we can't really carry on as we're doing, yeah. um, you know, cutting down the rainforests or, you know, feeding uh, food to livestock. We need to be eating the food yeah. directly, not secondhand. So there's 600 million starving, I don't know, six or 800 million starving humans, but we're feeding 140 billion farmed animals. You know, we could solve world hunger many times over. I, I, would, I want to feed people. I yes. don't want to feed animals that are just going to be... Just bred to be killed. Bred like, to be killed. Yeah, and have a miserable life in between. Yeah. And they were saying about in the film yesterday, you know, it is about the future generations. Do you want your kids or your kids' kids to look back and think, what a flipping mess those people made? Yeah. It comes to something when that little Greta Thornburg, that little 16-year-old yes. Scandinavian yes. girl, yes. and she's saying to the politicians, it's all right for you, like, yeah. you won't be around, but I need a planet to live on. Like, it comes to something when we need to listen to the kids, Just doesn't incredible, it? Just incredible. What an amazing it? lady. Absolutely little amazing. Lady. Yeah, hats off to her. So what's the plan for you as the YouTuber? Yeah. Because you know, a lot of people look up to you. You've addressed, we won't go into it, but you've addressed some sort of situations that have arised um, recently. A lot of people look yes. at you as the go-to vegan fitness expert nutritionalist is that Thank something you. you want to expand on what's in the pipeline yes. for hench herbivore i just want to reach as many people as possible so recently i've given up pting but i'm still doing online nutrition and workout plans but mostly i just want to keep growing my social media presence um popping out the videos because that's my favorite medium you know well i did a last minute we were going to aldi last minute just took the camera with me um, so just to show, yeah, so Supermarket Hall, yeah. and it got 200,000 plus views. And I think people want to know, you know, what can I get? How readily available is it? Every other comment on that video, and there's thousands, was, is that my Aldi? They're so sort of same, yeah, aren't they? The same. Like, yeah, the same. How so that funny was is funny. that? Is that where you go shopping then? No, we think? now, we've started to address the plastic thing, which we really... <laughs> You know, we we dragged our heels too that. long on that. Yeah, yeah, so we now get a delivery from a local uh, growers and everything's either just in the box, loose or in plastic, uh, in plastic paper bags, yes. um, which is great. Well, you know, I mean, that's very dear to my heart. And I think to my listener who's thinking, you know, yes, you know, I want to really stop the plastic production but it's hard yeah. to know where to begin and then yeah you know you're thirsty and you're going out or you're you know you see a new product new food and you think shall i buy it i mean you know i did this a couple of years ago and i did it again this year for veggie vision at easter time i reviewed lots of vegan easter eggs because years ago going back like i'm the old woman but years ago, there was not vegan Easter eggs. Yes. And then you could order some, or then there was one in the health food store. Wow. And now, you know, you can buy vegan Easter eggs every supermarket, you know, everywhere you go, We're there's a flipping vegan. But it wasn't until I was sent loads, because I sent them to, the, I get sent them to review and write sure. about for VegVision. They're all wrapped in plastic. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And I'm thinking, oh, now if I saw that on the supermarket, I would have picked the one that wasn't 
all wrapped up in plastic. Because yeah, we course. all know this plastic is just yeah. ruining the planet, isn't it? It just takes decades to break down and it's just toxic. And, yeah. You know, we're just choking our beautiful planet. It's so sad. It is. I'll tell you what, though. Years ago, my lovely friend, um, we had such the best gig. It was after a veg fest. Um, I won't mention any names in case he's listening. But we had the <laughs> brilliant time. Um, just, you know, we went out for a pizza. I've got to tell you, when we left, the restaurant clapped that we left. <laughs> that's, how, <laughs> that's how funny it is. Um, and um, But even then, this was a few years ago, um, he had, my friend had, a glass straw. And I thought, why... Um, why have yeah. you got a glass straw and he let yeah. me use his glass straw and i'm thinking but they knew about this stuff this yeah. was three four years ago i've got as alex walker if you're listening you remember our magical night um there was four of us we had the best tim cook as well best <laughs> giggle ever in that pizza place in brighton but you know i i heard mcdonald's people have set up a campaign because they want to bring the back the plastic straws wow. for mcdonald's people wow. <laughs> you think come on we're trying to save the plastic the least you can do is if you want that drink just put it to your lips and drink it <laughs> don't you don't need the plastic straw wow. go and get a glass one or something yeah but it's but we've got to say if you really do want to save the oceans, maybe don't eat the fish. Don't, yeah. you know, okay, the straws are <laughs> killing them, but, you yeah. know, don't eat fish. That's a better way to save. Yeah. Save that. I know it's very top-heavy vegan tonight. I know, I know. <laughs> we're going to balance it out with some more music and chat, but we're talking about our favourite subject. You can't stop Paul and I and Gems at the moment because yeah. we're on a roll. And hopefully it's inspiring you and um, giving you a little bit of food for thought as oh, well. I like I say. But yeah, so the plans, we're, we're mm. sort of digressing. We did this earlier. Yeah. The plans, you're going to grow the YouTube channel. You've yeah. already got 42,000 subscribers. Yeah. You want to bump that up to 442,000 or something. Very much so. Yeah. And um, yeah, as I say, I've given up the PT. So now um, the, the plan is to start to do a bit of traveling, collaborate with other YouTubers, interview the plant-based doctors that are reversing disease with no medication, just with this great nutrition. Some of the amazing vegan athletes that are world record holders, you know, and just show the world that, you know, it's, it's can be done and you can be, a, for want of a better phrase, like an alpha male or an alpha female, like, and, you know, and you can be doing all this goodness at the same time. You can do it. I love that. It's wonderful. Do you get to train out gems with Paul? Um, do you mean like train or workout? Uh, I don't train so much like at the gym, but I do a lot of cycling. I think it's important to move your body. Like eating healthy is good, but movement's also like really yes. important. So a lot of aspects to good health. Things like sleep are important, and I think you have to think about holistically yes. all the things that are necessary, like reducing stress. I think it's all really important. Because mm, you're studying, studying as well to be a counsellor. Yes. So you're coming from a place of you know, knowing about this stuff and studying and you must see perhaps with your study or if you're doing case studies of people that maybe are not in, you know, the best place and how exercise can help them. Yeah, exercise can definitely be really important. I think if we're not feeling very happy, it can feel difficult. We don't want to move, but it can be the thing that can actually really help us. Definitely. And what What advice would you give then to someone that's thinking, well, actually... You know, I don't feel 100%, but, you know, I'm, I don't know what exercise to do or... I think someone that's really 
important to remember is to just like take things one step at a time and to not think too big to think oh I've got, I should be doing all these things and then doing yeah. none of them because you're overwhelmed just thinking oh well if I just I'll just eat an apple with my lunch and that's one thing I can do and I can be successful at that and then move on to something else yes. or oh I can just walk to the bus stop you know or instead of you know get off the bus sorry one stop earlier or just these little things and then you can build on that success and on yes. the yeah feel good about having achieved that that thing. Mm. Yeah, and it becomes addictive at that point, doesn't mm. it? You see your little successes. You see that you were walking for 10 minutes and then a month later you're walking for an hour, you know, and that inspires mm. you, you know, and you, you yeah. can fall in love with it. I find it's the people that people that find sport easy and exercise, they get bored of it very quickly. But for me, it all became very hard for me. I started in martial arts, you know, and I was very unfit. I was so my first karate session, I was sore for about two weeks from all the press ups and really? the stances. I wasn't going to go back, but this girl from school went with me, uh, and she was going to go back. So my male ego like got the better of me, so I had to go back. If she can, I can. Yeah, um, yeah. But I over time, I fell in love with it. Really, mm. it was my main love for many, many years. You know. Yeah, I do. I love going to the gym. You know, and especially I'm very lucky. You know, this is my one big treat that I go to David Lloyd. And they have their outdoor swimming pool, which is, you know, wonderful. So when you've got the really warm weather and, you know, I pick my son up from school, I've worked hard all day and there I am in the outdoor swimming pool. It is my big treat, um, but it's worth every penny because you you kind of associate that, don't you, with going on holiday. Mm. Yeah. So I'm just like, wow, this is, you know, I'm swimming, I'm in an outdoor pool, I feel very blessed, I feel very lucky. Yeah, nice. And, uh... That gratitude yes. thing is important. Yes. Mm. That's huge. Yeah. Very good. I think, and, you know, a lot of people, what do I say, you're in, you're in a great state if you're in the attitude of gratitude. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Which is nice. But it's not, you know, it's not easy, is it? Sometimes sure. you can't, you know, you're stressed, you've got this, you've got the kids mm. to pick up or they're doing, doing naughty stuff at school or whatever, <laughs> you've got pressures of work. It's hard. But I think what I liked about the gratitude, and we've really, got, you know, spoke about so many different things, yeah. is, you know, you, you've got, you, you know, you wake up and you've got, you know, you, you open your eyes and you've, you, you can be thankful that you can see. Yes. Or you put your feet on the floor and be thankful that you can put your feet on the floor. Yeah, but if you do watch indeed. something like The Secret, you know, yeah. you see that there are people that don't have that mm. and they still have that attitude of gratitude and it yeah. takes them really far. Yeah. It's amazing. We could chat all day. I tell you, we don't need the music with you two in the studio, do we? No. I'm gonna try. I've got to. I've got to though. I've got to because it's already 7:37, and Patrick, I know, is itching to get in. I'm gonna play a couple more tracks because we are still asking you, my lovely listener. Name a song that changed your life. We're utterly rubbish. We're gonna try I'm our stumped. best. We will try our best. We have had some brilliant emails, and I will try to. Um, read them out as soon as I possibly can. I am going to play this one because this is one that Gems requested. I want to make sure I get this one in and then we're going to go over and hear a little bit more about Name a Song That Changed Your Life. You're listening to me, Karen Ridges here on The House of Fun with the wonderful Gems and the utterly incredible Paul Curtin, a.k.a. Hench Herbivore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
rubbish we are still thinking about it but we have spoken about some books that changed our life erica sarkosk oh, all these exotic names i've got it you know you, you're just making me work very hard looking forward to your show this evening thank you erica it's a delight to have you there um you are asking for queen don't stop me now the first time i heard this song i was about 15 on a school trip I was very shy and timid and after hearing this song and hearing the passion feeling and the masculine energy, I somehow changed. I felt, um, you know, I felt that, you know, yes, I can do things, I can go for things, I have drive to achieve great things. I've now worked on myself an awful lot, 
but know there is no shyness and timidness. It is now confidence and strong drive to create what it is for my purpose in life. Um, I absolutely love that. And you want to shake up and reinvent the wedding industry. Eric, you'll have to come on and tell us all about that. You sound like a wonderful potential guest. We're going to play Queen Don't Stop Me Now um, in the next sort of 15 minutes, especially for you. Sophie, Lauren, Everett. Great to have you there, Lauren. Um, And you've requested a few songs. We're going to pop those on for you as well. Got to say hello to the wonderful Brendan. Brendan. You know this seat is waiting for you here um, with your wonderful daughter as well. Um, Thank you for your wonderful kind words. An excellent discussion you're having with Hench Herbivore. We don't, there is so much we don't understand about our food and what it does for us. And he's really enlightening us us all. Um, I'm the father of a budding nutritionalist myself and I'm learning so much about the science of food and nutrition. Um, And I know you want to track peaches and herb from 1979. We have dug it out. That's how good we are here, here at Phoenix FM. We've dug that out for you. Um, also, hello again to Sapphire Lesbian. Thank you for your tweets. We know that you um, have requested. You've requested songs quite a lot, and sometimes I have them, sometimes I don't. I've got some Dusty Springfield, um, but it's not quite the one you wanted. But hopefully um, you're going to love it. Uh, uh, because this one makes you cry. I don't want to play that for you if it's going to make you cry. Because every Friday it's all about party time and uh, having uh, you know a wonderful laugh laugh with life great people and uh, wonderful music as well well i'm gonna really try my best to squeeze all these in i don't know how far we'll get but we'll do our best before patrick takes over at eight o'clock
lovely track. Thank you, Brendan, for requesting that. That took me back to... I don't know what it took me back to, really. It was before school time, school discos. I had to break you two up because you were <laughs> smooching and <laughs> slow dancing in the corner. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Hench Herbivore, a wonderful gems. It's been an absolute pleasure yeah. having you on the show this evening. And lunch before that with yeah. Celine. Celine, you missed out. <laughs> she, hopefully we'll get a text from her because she's gone from a, for a very big meeting. And uh, she's going to spill the beans yeah. and let us know how she's getting on. But um, what a lovely day. It's good. Oh, it's, say, it's nice to be away from the computer, but I'm sat here in yeah. front of the, the station computer it's, yeah. instead. So what are you doing this weekend? Didn't you say there's a big There's a event? vegan party, yeah. Redwell yeah. Brewery, 11 till 6 in Trous, just outside Norwich. Mm. Um, be vegan, like stalls, lots of food. Picky Wops are coming there, one of the best pizza, vegan pizzas I've ever had. I think they've got kids stuff on as well, so it's Lovely. All, everyone's uh, invited. Are you going to do any filming for your YouTube channel there? Yeah, I may do a bit of a vlog. Yeah. A bit of a vlog. <laughs> that's a sort of video blog for anyone who's not so savvy with YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. So are you going to put your feet up then and then just yeah. enjoy the party? Just have fun. Yeah, it's important, isn't it? You know, yeah. I'm so busy, busy trying to reach the world with my YouTube and, my, you know, it's the stuff you've been getting me with the mainstream media magazines and radio and so thank you for all of that You've oh been a, no absolute pleasure well i get to hang out with my my great friends and we we get to you know have some fun which is wonderful yeah. and what it's all about um what are you going to be up to then jem what the, what's the plan with you do you do you think you're going to do filming with paul or do you keep your stuff separate um i'm take i'll take a bit of a uh, step back from that because i'm doing my studying at the moment but we hope in the future that we'll do more uh, film filming together, you know, more videos together. We like doing recipes and things yeah. like that together. I get a lot of great feedback from the subscribers and they like it, our interaction and kind of things. Mm. So Lovely. I look forward to Gemma being more involved again. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. fantastic. And how can people find out more about you? Yeah, so um, henshabavore.com, mm -hmm. got my website. Obviously, I'm very big on YouTube. Yeah. Um, hench underscore herbivore on the, on the Instagrams. Um, yeah. Uh, and if anyone wants nutrition workout plans, that sort of thing, or a Skype consultation, they can get at me through henshabavore.com. Wonderful. Yeah. What about you, Gems? If people want to keep it, is it best to go through what Paul's up to? Uh, yeah, I was, um, I was not expecting anyone to want to connect with me, so I was... Why <laughs> <laughs> not? You're fabulous. <laughs> Why, thank you. So are you. Um, yeah, just through, through Paul, through his... Yeah. Um, You've kind of taken a bit of a back foot from the social media. Yeah. Uh, apparently with the psychology and, and the counselling, it's important not to have much of a social yeah. media presence. So she's oh, really? Just off, yeah. 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 Well, it makes sense, doesn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. It just reminds me, because I'm actually um, re-watching The Sopranos, which, you know, is such a... It's meant to be, like, the all-time best-ever programme or whatever. Yeah. But obviously a main mm. part of that is Tony Soprano <laughs> going to see Dr Melfi. Or Melfi, is that her name? I can't remember. Have you not I seen it? Oh, well, I'm just sort of thinking you're like, you know, Dr Melfi sitting there in your chair and... Being the like top wonderful psychologist or psychiatrist, whatever, yeah. and helping lots of people, or maybe help, helping dodgy gangsters for a wee now. I don't yeah. know. 
But it's been an absolute delight <laughs> having you on the, on the show. Thanks for so us. much yeah. for coming on. Yeah. And if you are listening and you're thinking, these people are great, what, what's going on? And I would like to listen to them. You can come over to phoenixfm.com and uh, listen to the Listen Again link just under search for me, Karen Ridges or the House of Fun. Anyway, I'm going to love you and leave you. Patrick is itching. You've got a good show lined up, Patrick. Absolutely. Yeah? Uh, yeah, it'll be a really good show tonight. Lisa is here. She's going to be talking about all of the really good work that she does uh, out of Hutton Church. So that should be really fascinating. Fantastic. Well, have a great show. Thank you. Thank you to my wonderful guests. Thanks. Her before Thanks, Paul man. Curtin and the wonderful <laughs> Gems, who's going to keep a low profile, so we won't mention her <laughs> name anymore. Going to play out with this one that was uh, requested as well. I, I, if I have missed your track, I will do my best to play it next week. I love you lots. See you later. Bye bye. My lover's got humour. She's the giggle at a funeral. Knows everybody's disapproval. I should have worshipped her sooner. If the heavens ever did speak, she's the last true mouthpiece. Every Sunday's getting more bleak, fresh poison each week. We were born sick, you heard them say it. My church offers no absolutes, she tells me worship in the bedroom. The only heaven I'll be sent to is when I'm alone with you. I was born sick, but I love it. And me to be with Amen 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 Take me to church I worship like a dog At the shrine of your light I'll tell you my sins And you can sharpen your knife Offer me that 
Brentwood and Billericay. This is Phoenix FM.